Welcome to another episode of Mostly Sports. This is your host, Keon St. John. How are you? I know you're doing good. I might be doing a little better. Why? Hey, because I'm getting off work right now. First things first, got to pay the bills. This week's episode of Mostly Sports was brought to you by Clark Consulting. Clark Consulting, you can get in contact with Clark Consulting at uh, clarkconsulting.biz, C-L-A-R-K-E, consulting.biz, Clark Consulting, consultant by name, life changer by result, tap in and get your life changed ASAP, alright, we're going to get to it, I got some Notre Dame for y'all, and I got some Chargers misery for y'all, first things first, Notre Dame, it was rivalry week, for Notre Dame this week, play USC. It's uh, you know a, a odd rivalry because most rivalries are very close in proximity. Notre Dame is like the longest-standing intersectional rivalry. Notre Dame is in South Bend, Indiana. Obviously, USC is in Los Angeles, California, but they've been playing against each other for over a hundred years. So you know it's always great when those two teams get together. And, you know, the uh, USC is going through a little bit of transition right now. Um, a lot of things going on with them. They, they just fired their, their athletic director, Lynn Swan. Um, so they're looking for a new, a new athletic director. And, you know, their season is going okay. They got a couple losses that they shouldn't have had. And Clay Heldon, their head coach, is on the hot seat. So... Me as a Notre Dame fan, perfect timing, you know, for us to take advantage of, of what was, was going on bad over there and beat them. Um, you know, USC is one of those teams that no matter what their record is, they always have talent. They always have guys out there on the field. And, um, you know, no matter what, I expect them to always be competitive uh, regardless of what's going on. So... You know, and this game was 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 no exception. You know, this game it, it, it came down to 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 three points. Um, a lot of ebbs and flows in the game. Notre Dame pretty much won the first half. Was winning the halftime up twenty to three. And US USC had four touchdown scoring drives all in the second half, or four scoring drives rather, all in the second half. So, you know, they changed up. Um, their offense began and, and and became a little bit more aggressive, and um, you know made the game close at the end. But you know towards the end, Notre Dame pulled it out. Um, was up by ten. Notre, uh, the USC scored. Uh, Notre Dame just had to recover an onside kick to win the game. The stories of the game, to me, was <clears throat> you know first things first was was let me give a shout out to Tony Jones Jr. Man, Tony Jones Jr. The Notre Dame running back. He ran for a career high like 170 yards in the game. And I was impressed. I was impressed, you know, with the what how hard he ran. He's a big guy so he's going to run hard, but um what I look forward to from big backs is can they get through the hole with a burst or are they lazy? Lazy do they have lazy feet in the hole, you know. Um and he did he had, he had, he had a burst. He was bursting through. He was bursting through, and, you know, he ran hard all game, and, you know, 
I feel like, you know, Notre Dame's ability to control the line of scrimmage and run the ball uh, was really a good a good game plan because it kept that dynamic offense of USC off of the field for most of the game. And that last drive, Notre Dame, you know, they ran a whole lot. They didn't throw maybe but two times on that last drive. Pretty much just going to run it down your throat. Now, I'd be remiss to bring up, not bring up um, – Marquis Step, the running back for uh, USC. Now, I know him well because Notre Dame recruited Marquis Step. He, 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 he's from the state of Indianapolis. Matter of fact, his high school is named like Notre Dame. So, Notre Dame recruited him and he was committed to Notre Dame, but he didn't pass. You know, Notre Dame is one of those schools like Stanford and. Uh, in Duke per se, where you know it's it's, it's kind of tough to get in. Um, everybody 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 doesn't get in. Um, so he didn't pass the test, the final test to go, and he changed his commitment to USC, which is a big pickup for them. Um, I had my idea of him as being just a you know a big slow back, but he was impressive as well. So I'm gonna give him a shout out, Marquis Step, the running back for USC. He played his butt off. He was running very, very, very hard. He broke a lot of tackles. He was hitting the hole hard. I mean, running hard. I mean, carrying defenders. I mean, he he, he was impressive. So I'm going to shout him out. I thought Ian Book, Notre Dame's quarterback, played a good game. I didn't think he played bad. He didn't play great, but he didn't play bad, meaning he didn't have that one big turnover to, you know, mess the game up. So he did good. He still has some work to do. But he showed a lot of grit. Excuse me. He showed a lot of grit, a lot of toughness, too, because he ran the ball a lot. So I'm starting to see that he's more of a really, really good and great competitor than he is a great quarterback. You know, you want your quarterback in there dropping dimes all across the field. And he drops dimes across the field, but he doesn't do it like that all the time. But he does find a way to get him to make the play. And that's a, that's a competitor. And he is tough. He, he's not afraid to run. He's not afraid to put his head down. So, you know, I, I, I like the way he, he ran the game. Some people call it a game management, game manager or game managing. Hey, call it what you want. He's like 14-2 and two in his career at Notre Dame. Okay? 14-2 and two with two losses to, his only two losses is to Georgia and to Clemson. So, hey. He got a good record. Kid knows how to win, and that's what you could ask for. He's a good leader. He's a captain this year on the team. Um, you know, team uh, his players voted for him, which means he has the respect of his teammates. And I was impressed with the way he played. I hope I don't get sick. It's a little cold out here. Hopefully, I don't get sick. I'm, I'm driving home right now. All right, sorry, a little derailed. Starting to feel a little something in my throat. Hopefully not. But uh, Ian Book, yeah, I, I, I was, I was, I was satisfied with his performance. I was satisfied. Um, I wanted to shout out to Clark Lee, the defensive coordinator for Notre Dame. Now coming into this game, uh, what I worried about, what Notre Dame fans worried about, what I heard on all of the talk podcast shows I listened to and which I was concerned about too was you know USC has great 
wide receivers. They got three really good wide receivers. They got Pittman, Brown, and Vaughn, right? I forget everybody's first name, but those are their last names. Pittman, Brown. I mean, I know Amon St. Brown because his brother went to U.S. He went to Notre Dame. And he has another brother at Stanford. So I know him well because we we, Notre Dame recruited Amon St. Brown. Um, but the other guys, you know, they're stars. So they got three star receivers. And that's the strength of their team. So Notre Dame came out with three down linemen and pretty much eight men on the back end. Pretty much saying, hey, we'll give, we'll give up running. Hence why Marquis Stepp played so well and, and ran the ball because he had room. Um, golly. I was really impressed with, with just the way they kept USC out of the end zone in the first. I mean, like I said, that in the first half. That's tough. USC, they got players. I know they're going through a transition like I stated and they're having a tough year, but they always got players and they're always capable of making big plays. That's why, you know, they, they, they lost to BYU, but they also beat Utah, right? So, I mean, they're capable. So that was the game plan for Clark Lee was we, we're not going to let USC beat us over the top. And they didn't in the first half. Second half, USC started making plays because, you know, as, an, as a defensive coordinator or, or offensive coordinator, uh, as teams do, they adjust. They make adjustments. And that was one of the adjustments that um, – USC made, USC's offensive coordinator, Graham Harrell made, he made, he started really attacking the middle of the, of the defense and started finding passes over the, over, right over the linebacker and before you get to the safety. So, you know, they, they did their best to get back into the game. Like I said, it was a 23 game in the first half. Notre Dame ended up uh, pulling it out 30 to 27. So, you know, now Notre Dame has a bye this week, so it won't be no Notre any Notre Dame talk this week. Um, I'll, I'll I'll find something else to talk to y'all about this week or or next week rather. Um, and then they play Michigan the week after that, so that's gonna be interesting. We're gonna see what's going on with that. Well, shout out Notre Dame midway through the season, five and one, good start to the season. Now let's get down to business. My Chargers. My goodness, my goodness. Chargers played. Who we play again? Who? 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 who I, I, I forget. Played the Steelers. Chargers played the Steelers Sunday night. And what? I mean, I wanted to win, but like I say, when I won, when I on my, my team, Notre Dame. If you don't know who my teams are, I'll give you a rundown one more time. Notre Dame, Chargers, Syracuse basketball, um, and uh, is that it? Yeah, Chargers, Notre Dame, Syracuse basketball, pretty much. Baseball, I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm watching. I like the Padres, but I like the Yankees too. So I might be gonna count that because you can't have two teams. So you, you know, so I'm not a diehard baseball fan. I'll leave that alone. <clears throat> so when my team is playing, though, Chargers is playing. First thing I want is a win. Second thing I don't want is if I lose, I don't want to get blown out on national TV, right? Because the whole country sits back and looks at how terrible you look. And it's just, it just doesn't look good. 
right? Especially with Notre Dame, especially, excuse me, with the Chargers trying to get a, uh, moving into their new stadium next year. Already having a tough time with fans, being that they moved from San Diego to L.A. And L.A. don't want the Chargers. They don't want the Chargers at all. You know that, and I know that. The Raiders belong in L.A. The Chargers belong in San Diego. But whatever it is, they're up there trying to force a, a round peg into a square hole, and it's just not, it's just not going. It's just not fitting. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. I don't know. It's gonna take some, 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 something, something to happen in order for LA fans to jump on board. Have to get like a new player. I mean, a new, a new quarterback. Maybe you know some. Some young kid that that kids can can grab a hold on to, and I mean we'll see, you know we'll see. But that's 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 what I was wanting. That's what I was going for. Please do not let my team get blew out, and that's what happened. Notre Dame got blew out on national TV. Yeah, they yeah they ended up the score was close at the end, twenty four seventeen. Nah, but it was up twenty one nothing in the first half. You hear me? 21 nothing. And I know the Chargers got a lot of injuries. I know. But injuries don't affect effort. And that's what the Chargers got a problem with right now is effort. And not playing hard enough. James Conner out there, he he they got him out here looking like um Earl Earl uh Earl Earl Campbell or something. Like he's just breaking tackles. Nobody wants to tackle this guy. Right? It's not Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> it's James Conner. <laughs> and nothing against James Conner because I like James Conner. James Conner was a running back at the University of Pittsburgh. He ran hard. He was a really, really good running back. He got cancer while he was at Pittsburgh. Beat cancer and then came back. And then you know, gets end up getting drafted to the to the NFL. Hey, hey, I love those stories. But tackle the dude, tackle him. We, we I guess we must have felt bad for him and and for his story, him beating cancer or something. I don't know. Maybe we felt a little bad. And we just didn't want to tackle him. Maybe that was it. Cause that's how the Chargers was playing. Chargers didn't want to tackle him. I know Derwin James is looking at it. You know, that's my uh, one of the Chargers defensive players that's that's out with injuries. One of our great great. Safeties um, <sighs> plays both safeties, but really, really good at strong, really, really good at the free. Could come up, play a little linebacker, also catch him on the line of scrimmage, rushing the quarterback. I mean, just really all around great, great player. He's out, and boy, do we miss him! Boy, do we miss Derwin James! I mean, it's ugly out there. Travis Benjamin, Chargers wide receiver. My goodness, God bless him. He must got a lot on his mind. He must. He must be thinking about a lot. Because he has been dropping passes for like three seasons. For like three seasons, yo. Here he is again. Like the first drive of the game. Like you get paid millions of dollars to catch the ball. Catch the ball. What in the world is going on out there, man? Yo. I mean... It was it was it was an eyesore. It was it was it was it was misery watching the Chargers because I've been here before. 
you know, bad season, not playing with a lot of heart. We calling draws, uh, uh, shotgun draws on third and nine. Yo, what the hell? It, what, what kind of play is that? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I was disappointed in the Chargers. I'm already looking forward to the draft. You hear me? I'm looking forward to the draft. I'm already thinking, like, who are we going to pick in the draft? Who do we need? We need linemen, and we need a quarterback. I love Phillip Rivers, but his time has come. I think it's time for him to go. He's holding on by a thread. I mean, he's holding on. He's holding on tight. He's holding on as long as he can. But it's time. And I said this last week. And, I mean, it's the same story when the Chargers lose. When the Chargers lose, we look slow. We look unathletic. Phillip can't get out of his own way. He's getting balls batted down. He's getting sacked. He's throwing the ball away. He's throwing picks. It's just I'd rather see a young quarterback struggle than an old quarterback struggle because at least you know the young quarterback, you know, he can get better. You know, Phillip is who he is. And if everybody is not healthy all the way around him, is nothing that he can really do. I mean, he's not Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, I don't care who is around, who is on the Seahawks. I don't care. They got players now that I've never heard of in my life. He's out there still making plays. He might he might run around. He might run in a circle three times, but he's making plays. And and we we and I miss that. I miss that. F, or excuse me. I want that athleticism at the quarterback position. Because it, it it's almost can be an athletic quarterback can almost be a band aid sometimes while you get the rest of your team together, you know. And God bless Philip, but I'm just ready for somebody new. But hey, I'm gonna have to wait because he's gonna be there this year, and we'll see about next year. We'll see. I don't know. All in all, I was disappointed in my Chargers. I don't think they played with no heart. I don't think they, they played with any, any grit. I don't think they were focused. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was bad, though. It it, it looked it looked terrible. I mean, it really, because it, really, it was like two bad teams playing, right? <laughs> so, because the Steelers are terrible. The Steelers are bad. They're going downhill this year. But they wasn't, but they look like the severely better team. The, the the unquestioned better team. Those guys look like they, they really wanted to play. Their defense, for, for one, was playing lights out. Lights out. Linebackers, Devin Bush, the rookie out of Michigan, all in the backfield, chasing down Phillip all damn game long. Melvin Gordon, hey, he, maybe he just should have kept his tail held out. We like we we're on two with him back. It was was two and one with him gone. So I don't know. I don't know. Charges were very disappointing. So I was happy on Saturday. Oh, that's my phone dying. Whatever. I was happy on Saturday. And I was ticked off on Sunday. But hey, this is sports. This is what it is. So you know, you got to win with class. You got to lose with class. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I'm going to lose with class. I'm going to go ahead and bow out. And we'll see what the rest of the season holds. I'm not holding my breath for anything special. Last year felt special. This year feels like misery. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mostly Sports. And thanks again to Clark Consulting for sponsoring this episode. 
Please remember, win with class, lose with class. I'm out.